everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is August 7th, 2022. Dave, does the name Nate Rock Quarry mean anything to you? No, go ahead. Tell me about it. I'll tell you about Nate Rock Quarry. Dave, about 2005, he came into the UFC and he was a middleweight, good looking kid, educated, and the UFC hyped him up to be the next great thing. Yeah. And everybody was super excited about it. He, he kind of appeared to be the total package. He looked like a guy that could fight a little bit. He was the kind of guy that would uh, be conversational if he made it on to Regis and Kelly. <laughs> and he would be the kind of guy that would help take the UFC kind of out of the realm of what John McCain had described it at at one point as human cockfighting and kind of take it back into the mainstream. That was the hope for Nate Rock Quarry. But the one thing he needed to do was beat a big-name fighter. Okay. So the UFC put him in with a guy named Rich Franklin. Rich Franklin had been the middleweight champion. Another guy, very tough guy, but they felt like when Nate Rock Quarry beats Rich Franklin, this will be the first step in our progression to making Nate the face of the company. Well, everybody's excited, and Nate has his walkout music, and he comes out, and he's smiling to the crowd, and then Rich Franklin hit him with a left hook, and Nate Quarry was out before he hit the ground. And that was the end of the dream of Nate Quarry. And I bring that up because that's exactly what I felt like the last three days. I felt like the Padres were Nate Quarry, and all of a sudden waiting for them with a left hook was the L.A. Dodgers. And I felt like in each one of these three games, yeah. like Quarry, the Padres were out before they hit the canvas. I agree. And it was... The guy that I have to sit there and think about tonight, if you're Pete Seidler and you're A.J. Preller, yeah, you have to look at this and go, I mean, we overhauled the entire pitching staff. Yep. We went out and got the best guys possible at the trade deadline. Yep. We hired Bob Melvin. Yeah, hired Bob Melvin. We got Ruben Niebla to, to help that pitching staff. Yeah. I mean, and, and we went out, we looked like the Padres at... 2012 tonight, didn't we? The broke Padres? Not man. The, not the Padres man. that spent over $210 million on a payroll Padres? Well, I remember you and I used to do Overreaction Monday yes. for the for the Chargers, and, and those shows were so much fun because we could. I, I'm not ready to overreact, but I, I, I'm also not going to say, hey, this is a good thing, Dave. It reminds you got work to do. BS. You got embarrassed. You okay. got embarrassed all three nights. Now I could throw a million things at you. You watch the same stuff I watch. Same sure. with every Padre fan. Watch the same stuff I watch. Tell me one positive this weekend. Oh, there, there wasn't one. I'll, I'll tell you. Let's start with the negatives. The first negative to me is Sean Manaya. Sean Manaya to me, on Friday night, is probably the guy I point the finger at and I feel like he set the tone for the entire weekend because okay. Tony Gonsolin comes out. We all watched it Friday night. We know Gonsolin has struggled as of late, but had sure been unhittable going into the All-Star break. Gonsolin comes out and throws 40 pitches in that first inning. And if you're the Padres, even though you didn't get a run out of it, you had to have gone to the bench and felt like we've got this guy on the ropes. All we need to do is get out of this inning quick and we can get to him in the second, and maybe we build a little bit of momentum. Or continue to build his pitch count. Right. If anything, get to the bullpen because it's game one of a three-game series. Exactly. And instead, Manaya goes out and is worse than Gonsolin. And for me, <laughs> what that did, Dave, was it got the crowd into it. Yeah. And I get it. You treat each one of them as three individual games, and they're three individual games in August. But that, to me... 
It felt like a three-game playoff or anything else. Man, that set the tone immediately. And it just felt like once they started scoring runs off Manaya in the first, it felt like it it was a hole that I didn't see this team come out of. And then you saw it last night. Hold on. Before you get that, my guy on the first two, okay? Yeah. I'll tell you, the guy you got to point the finger out is Bob Melvin. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. It's Bob Melvin. Why in the hell is Machado not playing third in the biggest series of the year? Because Brandon Drury gave you four runs. I mean, those four runs right there were all plays that you expect and we've seen Machado make. It should have been 0-0. The only thing, the only thing, and I think you're exactly right, Dave. The only thing is nobody knows how bad the ankle is. Yeah. But to me, that feels like an excuse if you want to give Manny a night to DH, I agree with you 100%. It should have been last night or it should have been Sunday. To put Drury in that when he's been playing in Cincinnati, where what's the biggest crowd of the year? Yeah. Joe Nuxell bobblehead? <laughs> he hasn't seen anything. And you're right. To throw Drury in, no matter how much he's played third base, to throw him into that atmosphere, horrible decision. I mean, did you feel a few things this year. Didn't you feel when it was 4 nothing, it's over? Yes. Yes. I mean, it, and it was four nothing fast, and it all went to third base. And yes. you're just going; those are plays Manny makes. I'm sorry, but yeah, I hardly ever in today's day and age with all the computers. We know how the computers call so many mm-hmm. things. Do I ever blame a manager? This one I got to put on Bob. Terrible. It, it, it was terrible, and I think the guys knew it. And look, I don't know what his ankle issue is either, but at the same time, this is the playoffs. This is the new look yes. Padres. This is where we make a stand because they've been kicking the shit out of us for years. So the, the, it falls apart on Friday. And I was funny. Grant and I were texting each other almost the whole game. And I said, man, I thought the Padres had this one. Mm-hmm. Not just because, you know, Mania the whole deal, but because Gonsolin, as you just said a second ago, the last month, Gonsolin has not looked very good. No. His n- numbers are, look good if you look at his record. But if you look at him pitch all the time, he's not the same guy. He's actually the worst pitcher in the rotation right now. Yeah. And so he's, when people are going to go, oh, what are you talking about? He's 13-1. I'm telling you. He's, he hasn't looked that good. And Grant said the same thing. Man, I thought tonight was the night. And then it didn't go that way. So many things went wrong that way. So go ahead. Go back to uh, go to Saturday because I got to blame on that one. Saturday, you, you come out with Clevenger, yep. who has pitched very, very well. Yep. Uh, as I said to you when I walked in, it felt like all three nights, every time I looked up, it was either Grisham or Nola at the plate. I was like, God. Did these guys get 97 at-bats over the weekend? And those two guys, it doesn't matter. Any team, any league, there's going to be players that frustrate you. For me, it's Nolan Grisham. I can't stand those guys. And the faster they're out of here, the better for me. You know, my son always says those two, those two guys aren't major leaguers. Ugh, like they, so they don't even belong in the major leagues, let alone joke. the San Diego Padres. It's a joke. And, and I know Nola came here because his OPS was high for catchers and everything else. Disaster. He's yeah. terrible. But, uh, and, and watching that game, and it just, to me, Dave, it's, it's funny because the thing, I was watching the games all weekend with my son who loves it. And the thing that I was saying to him is, look, there are a lot of eyes that are on these games. Yeah. People are paying attention. Now, not at the sense that they will in September and October, right? But they want to see. Yes. Okay, let's see what these guys do. And for Clevenger and Manaya, two guys that are free agents, and have the chance, they both had the biggest stage and the opportunity to shine, and they both failed. They did. And I look at it and I go, okay. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like now things could change in October, and those guys could win important games in September down the stretch, and who knows? Maybe they go to Atlanta. Maybe they play L.A. and get another opportunity. 
But for me, I looked at those guys and said, hey, have fun in Kansas City. Because if you think that the Giants or the Dodgers or anybody else are calling when you can't perform at a high level in these games, yeah, you're not a big game guy. No. So, look, they're up 3-2 on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they made the, the comment. And I know because I watch a ton of Dodger baseball. Max Muncy can't hit a fastball right uh, now. Right. He can't hit a fastball. His stride too long. He, he's late all the time. And so, Clevenger had owned his ass. Yes. But for some reason, we're going to throw him a slider. Yeah. And he hits it for a three-run home run, and it changes everything. And you're going, why? Why would he do that? Yeah. He, he showed the entire year. He's hitting like 167. Yeah. yeah. He cannot hit a fastball. Yeah, throw the fastball. So why would you slow it down for him and let him get his bat through and hit the three-run home run? So I don't know who calls that. So you and I have been in the dugout a bunch of times. I've asked mm-hmm. Bochi this question. Do you call it, or does the catcher call it all the time? He goes, the catcher calls it unless I see something, then I call a pitch here and there. Yeah. So I don't know who called that, but it, again, either. you know it, I know yeah. it, Mark Grant knows as it. As soon Every, as it goes. Everyone knows that, hey, he can't hit fastballs, so why would he throw him anything else to give him a chance? And, uh, and Mark and Don alluded to it yeah. on the broadcast. Well, that's a slider, and it hung. Yeah, you think? And then it went <laughs> a long way. It, it killed him. I mean, it, it, yeah. even if you walked out of there with one, if you went into today's game, series is 1-1, you're going, yeah. fuck, we, we, we grabbed a, a big one. And now yeah. we're playing a national TV game on Sunday. Everything changes. They yeah. were beat before the game even started uh, yeah. today. They and, looked like it. They, yeah. they looked like, again, like I said, using a little bit of my combat sports analogy, they looked like guys that were rushed into title fights. Maybe as a kid, you remember Ray Mancini fighting Alexis Arguello, yeah. and it's the same thing. You go in against the champs, and you get smoked. But they've got an interesting couple of weeks coming up. They've, they've got the Giants at home. You know the atmosphere out there is going to be amazing. Then you go on the road and you play the Nationals. Worst team in baseball. Yeah. And you hit somewhere else. I can't remember. Miami. Miami. You got a little chance to get healthy, and then you come home against those same Nationals. And by the time you get home uh, for that 18, 19, 20, and 21 series against the Nationals, uh, you would assume Fernando's back. You assume he's back. So a couple things. The last thing I want to say about this weekend series. Mm Mm-hmm. And if anyone comes out with a positive thing, look, I understand you love your There's team. nothing, man. you got to be realistic here. Two things for you. One is the Dodgers gave up one earned run yeah. the entire weekend, and that was in the ninth inning of game one when yeah. it was 8 nothing. Yeah. One earned run in the ninth. Phil Bickford, who won't be on the postseason roster, gave up an earned run. That's it. So you got to sit there and go, three-game series, we scored one earned run. What the fuck? Yeah. So that's, that's extremely frustrating. The other thing is right now, forget about all the trades. I understand guys haven't, don't, haven't had time to get together, whatever you want to say on it. Look, it is two completely different organizations right now. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers are a different point than where the Padres are. You guys know it. In the last 19 games, they're 17-2. and two. It's, there's, there's a big gap. Right now, that's not, the, that's not the Padres' issue right now. The yeah. issue is making the postseason. Yeah. Because I don't know if, if you're, you're paying attention to it, but right now, if the postseason started today, the Dodgers are in, the Mets are in, the Cardinals are in. Okay, uh-huh. The wild card would next be the Braves, the Phillies, and Milwaukee and San Diego are tied for the last spot. I thought the pods still had the second spot. The pods, no, right now the pods, Philadelphia has two less losses than the Padres. Okay, because tonight they said pods are yeah. still number two by... I always I, look at loss column, but that, that's yeah, it. The, I pod, think the Phillies are have... two less, less, and the Phillies, and excuse me, Milwaukee and San Diego have the same record. It's, uh, I think pods it's are gonna still... It's going to come down to Taylor Rogers. In the postseason. Oh, well, that's good. That's the positive. <laughs> I mean, if you want a positive, it's that he's out of here. 
Um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things. I think this team's going to play a lot better over the next couple of weeks. I hope so. They're playing the, the joke of baseball. Yeah, I, I think they'll play a lot better. I mean, you didn't see a whole lot of Josh Bell, right? I mean, it, I will say this about Josh Bell. This is what I like, okay, about both mm-hmm. these guys, Soto and Bell. And mm-hmm. if you're a baseball fan, I think you appreciate it too. Those guys give 100% oh, the yeah. entire time they're on the field. Yeah. They're always running the hardest. They're always doing everything they can. Machado, look, when that ball got away from him, he made that big error on Saturday mm-hmm. night. Yeah. And he just walked after it, kind of kind of a, a slow jog. And yeah. got, each guy advanced two bases because he wouldn't ch- chase the ball down after his own error. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Hey, don't worry about it. We'll be there. Really? Because you just got swept. Yeah. You just completely embarrassed yourself. On national TV, the whole country's laughing at you. Joey oh. Gallo, do you understand, is 5-0? and Juan Soto's 1-4? and four. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Well, Joey Gallo had nothing to do Joey with Gallo that. Joey Gallo sucks. But, yeah, I mean, it, this is this is when it gets interesting, man. Next couple of weeks, they're going to be really good. And then, look, I think the bullpen is going to be better. You're, you're scheduled to get Pomeranz back. You're scheduled to get Johnson back, right? You're scheduled to get, uh, who's the third guy I'm mind blanking on? There's a third guy coming back into the bullpen as well. And that will help. You get Tatis back, and then... Uh, now that Tatis isn't here, okay? I understand he comes back. Let's say August 20-something, okay? Yeah. Tatis comes back. How angry are you right now that Tatis, like, wasn't available for a series like this? I, I think he just got to eventually get it. I know. It, 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 and the thing is, I know you. I, this is... This well, is uh, this, the deal is, I know Jeff, and I know him as a supervisor. And I know what you expect from your team. We talk all the time. I've known you... Uh, 25 years. You know the one thing he would have done, Dave, much better than than too early for Soda to do, but if I had one really big disappointment in Manny this weekend, yeah, I don't know that Manny did a good enough job as the captain to set the tone. And I think Fernando does a very, very good job of setting the tone. Did it bother you that Manny was sitting there holding court on third base with all the Dodger guys? Nah, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother when he's nah, sitting there shooting the shit with no. the Bellinger and Betts and... What am I, Barry Bones? is kicked. So, so here's the deal. And I'm going to put this way. I'm going back to you as a supervisor. Uh-huh. You expect your guys to come in and work every morning. Every day. If a guy showed up at 3.30 in the afternoon, yeah. you'd go, hey, where the fuck were you? Yeah. You know, all of us were busting Probably our be your ass, last day. Right? You'd be a little yeah. bit upset. And that's what it is with Fernando. He's going to walk in at 3.30 on this season. Yeah, he's going to walk in at 3.30, but if he clears out 400 emails, <laughs> I'll let him do it. Like, <laughs> Dave, okay, it's... it's uh, Jimmy Johnson knew which guys he cut on that team. He didn't cut Michael Irvin, right? That's he didn't true. cut Charles Haley. He didn't cut Troy. That's true. He cut the fourth string running back. So, no, I, I just think it's uh, it was a drag. I'm glad they come home for a couple of days. Tell you what, man. I mean, you and I, we did a show when? Last Wednesday? Yeah. I mean, that atmosphere on Thursday. Yeah, it was insane. Or Wednesday night. It was Wednesday it was night. Wednesday. When they, it, yeah. It was Wednesday. Because Correct. then they lost with Musgrove on That's Thursday. That's right. You're absolutely right. It was Wednesday. But that Wednesday night atmosphere. Holy cow. It was as loud as it's ever been at Pekka. Which is great. Yep. Which is great. And so I I don't know, man. It. I, I mean, at, at some point, players got to step up, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been very, very vocal for two years very critical of Preller. Stand by everything I said. But I'll also say the guy did amazing work at the deadline with the full blessing of Pete Seidler. 
And I cannot ever remember anything like it any time for any sport in this town. It's amazing. And, I mean, we mentioned it. You go out, you get Bob Melvin, you addressed everything. Yeah, you did. Roger sucks, you go get Josh Hader. Yeah, who didn't even play this weekend. Didn't even touch, right. Didn't even get out there. So, yeah. I, I mean, look, if they fall apart and fall out of this thing, I'm not blaming Preller. I'm not blaming Seidler. Uh, I, so who are you blaming? That might be, well. we'll you blaming to, Tatis? He wasn't available. No. Well, let's see what he does. Okay, let's if, say they fall out of it. Even, yeah, okay, I mean, let's say he, he's great. Let's say he's absolutely outstanding. It's 20 home runs in six weeks. Yeah. Are you blaming him for not being here the, year, the whole year because he, under his own will, he decided to right. do wheelies? Um, I think, Dave, we'd have to look to see what happens before I start telling you tonight who I'm going to blame. But, I mean, these starting pitchers, man, you, you got us, including Musgrove. Yeah. Including Musgrove. Yeah. You, you have to step up right now. Everything you've done to this point doesn't matter. We said Joe was an ace, right? Yeah. He's eight and five right now. Yeah, it's what Jerry Coleman said. Stats are for nothing. What are you going to do today? You're only as good as your next start. Yeah, so it starts with Blake Snell uh, tomorrow night, right? God dang, all of a sudden Blake Snell is one of your best pitchers. Yeah. We're all over his ass. Crazy. Let let me gloat for one second, please. Come on, I don't get a chance to gloat more often. Why don't you do it on that JP media? I, I don't want to. I want to do it right here. Come on. You got to give me a chance. No. I just want to say 75 and 33 is a ridiculous record. Fantastic. It's they really got. That is ridiculous. Like, I'm looking at it right now going 42 games over 500 and on they, August 7th is bizarre. But I would say this too. This is what's kind of wild about that Dodger game. And yeah. I don't mean this in a, it's not an overwhelming roster. You they don't think play, so? I don't think they're overwhelming, but I tell you what. The top three are pretty goddamn good. Just like the Padres top three. Sure. But I tell you what. They step up. They do. They, they do great with two, two out hitting. They're great. Bellinger's been crap. He's been crap. He homers tonight. He homered against the pods here. Muncie's been garbage. Horseshit. Steps up when the team needs yes. us. Right? Yes. Terrible. Anderson tonight. You go, stepped up big. He did. Well, he, he looked like a legit stud. He did. He's 13-1. Unbelievable. Another guy's a free yeah. agent at the end of the year. Yeah. Him and Heaney. He's only given up two earned runs the whole goddamn year. Who's that moron 51 in the bullpen? Vesia? Sick of that guy. The dude's from Steel Canyon. You can't be sick of him. He's a San Diego guy. Is he? Yeah. He's Can a we... San Diego dude. His parents live in Alpine. He went to Steel Canyon. Ugh. You got to root for him. He's the one guy on the team you got to root for. Uh, but I... <laughs> look, I, I just say this. It doesn't... I can't believe nobody's going to act like the Dodger players or Dave Roberts... They know what the Padres have. They know Tatis is coming back. They know they beat him up tonight. They feel pretty good about it. They should. Yeah. Right? They're wearing the, they, they're wearing they're wearing the, the horns. horns. They're 17-2 and two in the last 19 games against the Pots. They deserve it. But now, now we kind of see what Bob's made of, right? Now we see yes. what Melvin's all about. Now we see what these pitchers are all about. You see everything. I mean, oh, pieces are there. Outside of the fact that... Uh, you got Grisham in center, but I think Grisham comes out. They talked about it tonight on the broadcast. They've said for three days. Fernando's going to play a lot in center field. That, that addresses a big problem to me, getting Grisham out of that lineup. So what do you do? Who, who, where does Brandon Drury play? He's going to move around. I mean, he's going to probably DH. So what happens to Will Myers? Dave, come on. Well, I obviously think something of Will. 
I mean, they put him in center the last yeah. two games. They must think something of Will. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Will. Well, yeah, but it's also because Tatis is in Texas. But I think Will's coming off the bench. Will's coming off the bench, and you think Drury's the DH? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Drury and, and Myers will mix it up, but Drury's a 20-home run guy. 21 home runs. you got to play him. Yeah. you got to play this guy. got to play. And so maybe maybe Cronenworth goes to first, Drury goes to second, Bell DHs. You know, you have the opportunity, right? He'll play some third, even though Hope he looked not. like... Uh, Fuck. Look like he's playing with the boxing gloves. <laughs> looked like Tim Tuffle over there, or uh, Tim Tebow over there the other day. Looked like Quentin Jammer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Skillet hands. He, yeah. That was Weddle. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it gets, it gets really, really interesting, man. It gets really, really interesting. Because... It is. It, look, it knocks everybody down a peg in this town. A little bit. Uh, I mean, we're pretty exciting day last Tuesday. Now, it'll be a huge overreaction Monday on talk radio tomorrow. I'm not in a panic. I don't know if the, you can overreact when you only score one earned run. I don't think you can overreact. Oh, I think they'll be ready to. They should. It yeah. was a terrible, pitiful performance. I don't know if I can remember three games or worse than this for the Padres. Oh, I, I, you mean this year? Yeah, this year. Oh, I thought you just meant general. No, I, I think like, this is the best Padre. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. This is the best Padre roster of all time. Uh, 98. No, 98's not good. Go back again. Go through some of these names. Gomez, Kilvio Varis, Wally Joyner. Those guys weren't good. Yeah. They weren't that good. The catching sucked. Gwyn and Wright. Yeah. I mean, but Gw- Soto. Gwyn, Finley, Caminiti, Vaughn, all good. Finley's upgrade. Yeah. Left field's upgrade, definitely, because yeah. you had Vaughn and Ricky. Yeah. Caminiti for Manny, pretty close. I think most people would say Manny. I hate to say it. Wouldn't they say Manny? Well, they they Manny's say Manny's a Hall of Famer, be, probably. They'd say it now because of Ken's issues. But yeah. if you remember in 98, Ken, Ken set the tone in every one of those games. Kevin Brown, legit stud at the top of the rotation. Kevin Brown's not going to go you, on. You know what? Pitch. You might be right because they won 98 games. Ashby. So this team right now, who knows I, if they can win 98 I, I'd games. I'd take Kevin Brown over any of the starters we currently have. I'd take Ashby over any of the starters we have. Were you um, really? Yes. Come on. I would take Brown over the starters. I don't think I would take anyone else as far as any of the starters. Ashby? You want to take I, Ashby right now over Manaya? Manaya, it's different. Manaya's like the last guy. Ashby was the number two on that staff. Would you take Ashby over Darvish or uh, or Musgrove? Or would you? Yeah. Would you really? Yes. I mean, dude, Andy Ashby, seventy-five pitch complete game. It happened once. Not like he did it every day. Have they done it? <laughs> Nobody does it. Hey, Dave. You make um, it sound like Ashby. That was his thing. Make it like Randy Jones. Like, dude, that's a fast game. Come on, dude. I might take Hitchcock over Snell no, and uh, you Mania wouldn't. too. You would not. Over Snell? You would not take him over. You would not I'm take not taking Hitchcock. Jo- I'm not taking Joey Hamilton. I'm not no. taking Scott Sanders. Hitchcock, Hitchcock had that take, one great great game against the Astros. Would you take Joey Hamilton or Manaya? I would take Manaya. I would, I, would, I would take Manaya. Dude, what happened to that kid? Jesus, dude. I don't know. What happened Joey to- Hamilton was 13 and 13 with a 427 ERA that year. Yeah. Ashby was 17 and 9. Three, yeah. three, four. Yeah, telling you, telling you, Sterling Hitchcock nine and seven. Well, the other thing too, Dave. Take Mark Langston. It's four and six. 
You threw a strike when we needed it to. But I tell you, the other thing, too, is when you look back at the bridge guys in the bullpen, right? Isn't Linebrink on that team? No. Uh, on the, on that team was um, obviously Trevor's a closer, Brian Bowringer, Dan Maselli, Donnie Wall, Scott Sanders. Jeez. Gets a little thin right there. It does get a little thin. Not going to lie. But, uh, I mean, I liked it. But they, they just, that team knew how to play. So let's just see what happens. Right? I mean, I didn't feel like Soto or Bell were out going to trying to win the game with every pitch. No, I didn't no. feel like that at all. That's the thing. It's a team game. I mean, at most, yeah. Soto's going to get four at-bats. Four yeah. chances. The other guys have to do their job. I, I just have to say this. As as bad as these three days were, and and uh, like I said, watching it with my son tonight, who's yep. all in on this team, and they have him mic'd up, my son looks at me and goes, He's wearing the Padre colors. Like he's wearing the Padre colors. Yeah. By the way, how about our friend Marty Caswell? You see what she did the other day? I did. I saw that. That was pretty cool. That I was. reached out to her. I told her that was outstanding. Did she reach back? She said it was cool. Oh, she yeah. reached back to you? Well, I just I put it on social media and she liked it. Okay. And then she commented back. Okay, that's what yeah, I was Marty's asking. Cool. Did she write back to you? Yeah. And appreciate the fact that you supported her. Oh, yeah. That's oh, I good. told her. I said that's the coolest soundbite I've seen in a long time. Better than Tina Latina. She wouldn't have responded to you. God, no. <laughs> um, for for those of you that missed it, yeah, you got to explain it. Marty is sitting in down the right field uh, or first base side seats, and she's sitting with Pete Seidler. And she said, "Would anything prevent you?" from offering a $500 million contract to one of the best players in baseball. And he goes, nothing. Yep. Like that. Just so cool. Just said it off the... Now, I don't know. Maybe Pete's just running a huge Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Did he hear Soto when he was interviewed? Oh, tonight? no. What did he say? When he was mic'd up. They go, he talked about being a Padre. He goes, yeah, for two more years. Like while he's in right field. It's great yeah. to wear this uniform and be with these guys for two more years. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm telling you, he's going to New York. He's going to be a Met or a Yankee. We'll see. Steve Cohen's going to outbid your buddy, Pete. Oh, they're going to go. If it happens, it happens. We'll take the draft choice and we'll draft Mickey Moniak's younger brother, Marky Moniak. <laughs> Marky Mark Moniak? <laughs> yeah. I'll just say this. They're going to be in it. They may not get him, but they're going to be in it. Right? I agree. I agree. They're going to offer a contract. They're going to just say bye. I, I mean, okay. Here's my other part of my question: Three guys, mm -hmm. and be honest with me: Soto, Machado, Tatis. Mm -hmm. In order, who the best player? Who's the best player? Uh, Soto. Soto's the best player. I agree, yeah. with Jeff. Soto's the man. But yeah, it's going to be really fun when Fernando gets back. Manny's the third best, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. It just shows the other two guys are better pretty amazing and he's actually and they're getting paid that way or we'll get paid that yeah. way but um but son of a gun it's gonna be fun it is it's fun right now i mean it's fun to watch this right now yeah soto is can't miss tv I, and, and i know he hasn't done what people think your dream he's gonna do he will. it's gonna happen yeah by the time we do a show next he'll have at least one home run yeah he'll it'll, be it'll, it'll happen and the atmosphere tomorrow night and by the way here's the other thing too and i i really don't think this uh, can be overstated. We've taken a lot of heat in this town. We've taken a lot of heat, and really, a lot of heat during Charger football. And during the Chargers, 
at the end of the run for Charger football, there was a lot of heat locally because the, the fans didn't go out to support the team. Fans would often say in response they didn't feel like Dean had given them a reason to support the team, and it went back and forth, went back and forth. Yeah. Boy, you can't say that about this team. Siler's opened up the wallet. AJ's made the trades. And the fans have gone out to the point that there was a great article, I think Bryce Miller wrote it the other day in the Union Tribune, Dave, where for the first time in franchise history, they may actually have to cut off season tickets next year. Wow, that's awesome. Because they want to give the opportunity for people to come up and get single-game seats. And they also were quite candid in saying, when you buy season tickets, you get them at a discounted price. Yeah. We want to be able to sell them at full price. we got to bring back some revenue. I didn't realize if you're a season ticket holder, you can't sell all your tickets. Like, let's say you wanted to sell um, half your season tickets. Going, I can't go to 81 games. I'm going to yeah. sell half of them off. You can't. The Padres will lock you at a certain point. Well, good. Say you've been you've been selling too many of your tickets. You got to you because you then you become a scalper. You're not a fan. And so that's well, that's again, that's what it's saying. What if you're a guy that's just contributing to society and paying taxes, and I can't work? I can't go because I'm working too much. Yeah, we don't need you. Watch on TV. <laughs> Listen on the Odyssey app. It's a great one, by the way. Not sure if anybody's used it. It doesn't work. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Of course, it's great. I use it every day. Look at my phone right now. What's the first thing you see? It's Odyssey app. It's yeah. right there. Use it every day. Uh, Look, Padre baseball is the way to go. Look, I understand. In this town right now, forget about the loyal. Forget about the Aztecs. Forget about anything else. There's one major team. And guess what? They're on national TV today. And they're on again tomorrow night on MLB Network. MLB Network. And so here's my point on this. There were some great series this weekend. Yeah. Yankees, Cardinals. Two yeah. teams, National League, most world yep. championships. Yankees, most world championships in the American League in all time. You look at the Mets and the Braves. Great rivalry. Yeah. But what do they do? They put the Padres on, correct? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So you can't, you can't go wrong going San Diego. People are looking this way. And it's not for the minor league sports. This is it. This is Major yeah. League Baseball. And the Padres with these three stars now, all of a sudden, are, are can't miss, can't watch, can't can't miss listening. Gonna be fun. Yeah, gonna be fun, and and it's gonna be fun uh, to talk about day in and day out because they're either gonna look great or they're gonna look like this. Yep. Now, if had they gone out and lose games three to two, all right. But uh, but I think right now, yeah, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for Preller and uh, Preller and Melvin. Yeah, no. And I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for Pete Seidler and Preller. But you, I really don't think, Dave, for the first time, sorry to interrupt you. No, no problem. I don't think if I'm Pete, I'm going into Preller and airing him out. No, you aren't. Because I kept written, reading day in and day out the last three days that, that Preller's on a very short leash. I don't know how he can be on a short no. leash. I feel, like, I feel like Pete's all in on him. And you go out and you get the best guys available. Now they got to go out and perform. Well, did you see Pete when he was interviewed on ESPN yeah. today? Yeah, he said he has more faith in Preller than ever before. Uh, Preller's not going not? anywhere. He's a contract through 2026. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. He is, he is, he's all in on him. Yeah. And look, if I was Pete, I think he runs the team the right way. Meaning, yeah, we're going to come to you and say, look, are you okay with this? This yeah. is where the money is. This is the players way to be okay. Final word. He said these have been really long days. Yeah. But he's not at the one that's sitting there on the phone. He's not the one sitting there saying no. We, it sounds like Pete never says no. Right. And so he's given AJ full chance. I think if you're a president of any team, any organization, where you have an owner that never says no. Yeah. Dude, you're in the best spot going. And right now, AJ's running this organization. Amazing. And I, I, I mean, it's been great. They both deserve credit. Yep. They really do. Yep. I, 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 man, I, I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree. And I think you're right. On the next two weeks, they should clean up. 
They should. They, yeah. if, if they don't, then we have a whole different conversation. But yeah, the schedule says they should be cleaning up the next two weeks and get some of that confidence back, maybe a chance to build a little bit. Then if Tatis comes back in two weeks, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. You think it's full two weeks? They keep saying that. The... This has already gone so much longer than I thought. I mean, even I mean, it's gone so long. And I understand why. I mean, they're making mm-hmm. comments about the, the, not only the wrist, but they were, everyone's worried about the shoulder. The matter yeah. of time of the shoulder. That's why some people are saying maybe it's best if he DHs oh, and said just keep him off the field. You could. But, yep. again, we don't make those calls. I think people just want to see him back in the lineup. I mean, I'm, I hate to say it. I was one of those guys last night on a Saturday night. I'm sitting there looking at Tatis's minor league at bats. I watched his two walks and his yeah. 0 for 2. I wanted to see. What does he look like? No spring training. No spring training is right. I mean, think about it. When's the last time he had a live at bat? 11 months ago? Yeah, probably. So... There you go. I mean, that, that's where you're at with this, uh, with this Padre team. You wish you had a little bit more of a gap. We could give them more time down there, right? But, but things are going to tighten up a little bit. Things are tightening up really fast. And look, they aren't, they aren't the only team, you know, that, that are in situations like this. I mean, the Dodgers, technically, their ace, Walker Bueller, they said it's going to come back with one week left in the season. Yeah. It's not a lot of time to, to build that arm up. So for Tatis to have maybe six weeks to get it going, we'll see. We'll see how, how it goes. And, and maybe have, it's a whole different team. You have to get more out of guys like Manaya. You have to get more out of Clevenger. Sorry, you just do. Yeah. These guys have to be better. Every one of those guys. And even Darvish. Even Darvish down the stretch, man. It really doesn't matter uh, what happened yesterday. You just, Dave, they got to be big, man. They got to be big. You got to get it out of that starting pitching. Hey, Jeff, want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry, of course, is the guy that sells real estate all over San Diego County. He's been doing it the last 25 years. He's been absolutely outstanding at what he does. He wins plenty of awards, too. He's in the top 1% internationally. Why would you go to anyone else when it comes to knowing San Diego County and what you're going to do with your home? Brian Curry is your guy. We've been telling you about Brian forever because he's so good at what he does. He's the best in the business. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Out and about a little bit the last few days, finally, and it's interesting to see for sale signs coming back in the yard remember the inventory had dropped so much and one of the things that you are competing against you're no longer competing against the family down the street yep but you're competing against investors and that's tough enough if you live somewhere like chicago or even if you lived in cleveland but southern california real estate for the investment market is pretty strong most properties go up not many go backwards So the one thing you don't want to do is jump into a property just to buy and then find out in a couple of years you're upside down on that. That's why you need somebody with the 25 years experience that Dave just mentioned. And the guy who can help you is Brian Curry. Because, yeah, you'll see for sale signs going up. It could be in Encinitas, could be Escondido or anywhere else in between. But you have to find that house that's going to be the right decision for you, not only from a family standpoint, but from a business standpoint as well. Let Brian help you out. Absolutely. Dan Williams is now working with Brian as well. Dan's the guy that wants to help you get out of debt. I saw a story the other day that that more than $40 billion put people in debt this past month Ah. because of what's going on with inflation. Dan Williams is the guy you need to talk to. Nobody wants to be in debt. If you find yourself all of a sudden in debt, if you've been in debt before, if you always had the dream of buying a property, but now it's going to make things even that much harder, Dan Williams is worth the phone call. 858-688-6813-858-688-6813. said it before years ago, I worked uh, for, for Chase Bank, and my job was to keep people out of foreclosure. And, and being out and about today, I drove by that building, hadn't worked in that building in, in gosh, 16 years. Yeah. 
But I flash back because I was thinking about that feeling of driving in each and every day and having to call people and say, where are you at financially? Can we keep you in your house for one more month? Or do I have to do what I don't want to do? And that is start the foreclosure proceedings. There's nothing worse for me, but the only thing it's worse for would be the people on the other side of the phone. And I don't want that to happen to anybody that listens to this show is nice enough to support it. I never want you to have to get that phone call from the bank saying, hey, listen, we hate to do this, but we have to start the foreclosure proceedings. The way you avoid that is by having your finances in order. It's why we talk about borrow smart, repay smart. Dan can help you do those things, get that credit score up, make you learn how to manage your budget each and every month so that the bills get paid correctly. Give Dan a call. You can get your numbers in line. And then Dan working with Brian Curry. Uh, can help you find the home of your dreams. But it's got to start by getting your, your credit and your finances lined up. Give Dan a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Once you got everything moving in the right direction, of course, Alan Taylor, Tailored May Pools, the best pools ever, built right there by Tailored May Pools. Alan Taylor put so much time into it, making a unique pool just for you. He will sit down with his design team. will come up with an idea. You can look at what it's going to be with a 3D virtual tour. Alan Taylor, don't forget, Tailored May Pools, it's easy to find them. It's easy to call them. And make sure you ask about available financing, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. in Mira Mesa today, went inside at 1130, felt like it was about 78. It's nice out. Yeah. A little breeze coming through, the whole deal. Came back out at 1215, and it had jumped to 85 degrees. And that breeze was gone, and it was hot. And it felt like a little bit of humidity had kicked in. And my kids were kind of had that body language because at my place, there is no pool. At their place, they have a community pool, but it's still a pool. Yeah. And we're all seeing it. They're already back in school. Claremont High School, for some reason, doesn't start to the 29th. So when they drive by that and realize those kids don't start (laughs) school for another three weeks, that put them in a great mood. But right now, it feels like we are entering into the warmest part of the year. The Santa Anas are coming. And the best way to deal with that is by having that gorgeous tailor-made pool in your backyard. And, and Dave, the way the weather's changed in San Diego, you can have a pool all year long. Yeah, It stays warm in October, November, December. And before you know it, we're right back into the spring. Uh, Dave mentioned it. Give Alan a call. I always invite you to go to DaveAndJeffShow.com because if you look at the sponsor page, we can take you right to the TaylorMade Pool website. You can see some of the amazing pools that have been built for your neighbors. Take a look at some of their ideas, then create ideas of your own and have that gorgeous pool built. We told you we'll come back. We'll do a live show in the backyard right by the pool. How there about we go. that? Like it. You going to have your feet in the water while you're talking? Probably not because I'll get electrocuted. <laughs> I was trying to talk into it. That's nice. <laughs> almost died two weeks ago. That's cool. I did not almost die to Kyle Fluger, by the way, is the guy we talk about, about the websites. Like I talked to Kyle just the other day. Right now, Kyle wants to do a big push, and he's working with, with me and my family, and he wants to do a big push because he's done jakesprojects.org. There's so many people right now that are trying to find scholarships, and we were talking mm-hmm. about the pandemic and COVID and everything. There's a log jam. If you have a, an athlete that's um, trying to find a way into his next level of playing and you realize, wait a second, everybody got an extra year, so my kid's having a hard time going where he should be, going we want to help you out through jake's projects you talked about your kid last week going to a football camp yeah these football camps are very expensive sometimes and this is where a lot of guys are seeing you guys are seeing it where these guys get these ratings of these five stars four stars mm-hmm. three stars and they get a chance to uh to move on 
Again, you can go to jakesprojects.org, Kyle Fluger, he's the one that made the website, and you can donate right there as well. So Kyle's, uh, his heart's in the right place, his mind's in the right place, and again, if uh, you know someone that's in that situation, you know how tough it is sometimes where money can help out a little bit. At the same time, we're happy to supply gear, anything these kids need, as we know things are very expensive. Kyle Fluger's phone number, 619-500-6621. Build that perfect website at 619-500-6621. You know, Dave, along those lines, my son is playing JV football at yes. Helix. And so yesterday we had to go to a local sporting goods store because they have to buy everything. As when they were, when we played thousand years ago, what'd you have to supply? T-shirt? That was about it. In your gloves? Now you have to buy, you have to buy the girdle yep. with the pads. Sure you have to buy the padded shirt. You had to buy practice pants. You got to buy shoes. You got to buy the mouthpiece, right? And all of those things. Hundreds that, of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. Dave just mentioned it. It's jakesprojects.org we put up. And there, and I'm really, really afraid that there could be families where kids just want to play. Just go out and be part of that team. And they could just be in a situation, man, it is expensive in this town. And if you've got kids and they're doing right, we want kids that are, that are doing good things in the community, but that financially may just not have the wherewithal to play hey drop us a note on yeah. there let us you know can what's apply going right on there and we'll, we'll we'll help take care of things the best we can we'll keep it completely anonymous but we'll help and jump in because there's nothing worse dave i just i i can't think for a kid than not having the opportunity to play because you just can't afford the equipment exactly. i know a lot of the local schools do a lot to help i'm not implying that they don't but we would like to do our part as well and, and like i said we can keep it anonymous we don't want to do anything that would embarrass anybody all we want to do is try to help. It's jakesprojects.org, and our thanks to Kyle Fluger, who put that site together. Absolutely. He's put a lot of time into it. Here we go. How old are they, and how much are they worth? We're going August 7th today. Okay. okay. First three out of the four athletes. Okay. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Uh, 24. 25. 25. You just signed that deal. So I'm going to say, I think it's... Uh, Let's say he's worth three hundred million. Close, probably is, but it's two hundred and seventy-five million. Is what I have, but you probably—I don't know his endorsements. With endorsements, yeah. Mike Trout. Oh, that's funny. We just talked about Mike Trout today. Uh, I believe Mike Trout today turns twenty-nine. Thirty-one. Really? Yeah. Uh, Six hundred million. Five hundred million. But again, with endorsements, and the subway yeah. commercials he used to do could be. Yep. Sidney Crosby. Oh, what a stud. I got to think about this. Okay, yeah, Crosby. think about this one because you and I were working at ESPN. Yes, I was just going to say the day we were trying to hope the Ducks would get him. Yes, we thought he would go there. Sorry, Pete. Uh, that was two thousand. I think that was the two thousand five draft. You're right. So if he was eighteen at that point, I think that would make him thirty five. Exactly right. Good math. And I got to say, Sidney Crosby, boy, he's made some endorsements too. I'm going to say. Uh, say 120 million. Okay, see, I don't have his endorsements. I have 55 million dollars. Oh, he's got to be more okay. than that. So that that's endorsement wise. I have yeah, no idea. he's great, man. All right, last one. It's the only uh, only actor actress on here. It's Charlize Theron. Uh, say 47. Exactly right. And I'll say say 84 million. It says $170 million. Wow. Yep. Really? How about that? Sid, the kid's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, five random questions. We'll get out of here. All okay. right. 
Would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn the page? Ouch. <laughs> or bite your tongue every time you eat? I don't want either one. Of course you don't. They suck. What? Paper cuts are much harder to come back from. I'll take the bite your tongue. Which one are you doing? <laughs> dude, I got to go with the paper cut. Oh, no because, way. Dude, you once you, you bite your tongue or the side of your mouth, you do it the rest of the day. You can't stop. You can't drive with, with a Band-Aid on each finger, on each digit. No. That's a terrible one. Be better. Oh, I can't even say what was in my mind. All right. Would you rather hunt and butcher your own meat or never eat meat again? Uh, never eat meat again, which kind of feels like <laughs> what's going to happen for me. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, I'm on the most bland diet for the next... Is that what they told you? It's you just, just how you like have to be. Toast? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, a lot of rice. What do you do when you're eating? Your kids are back in town, right? Yeah, they're We're, back. So when they they're go fine. out to lunch, you just stare at them? No, they're fine. You just order something different. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. sad. I'm with yeah. you. I would I rather not chicken, eat meat can you? Yeah, I could do grilled chicken. Okay. It's a lot more expensive than the other chicken. Yeah, I found out <laughs> yesterday. Found that out. But damn good. All right, here we go. Okay. You aren't going to like the options on this one either. Would you rather have a third nipple or an extra toe? Oh, that's funny. Uh, oh, that's funny. I think you're going to have to go third nipple because <laughs> how you going to fit? What shoe are you going to buy? You're going to have to go and buy shoe 12 and a half? Where is it? Where's that extra toe? So I'm, I'm going pinky. I'm going to get an extra pinky toe. Hey, it's going to throw off but your socks. You're going you to stub your toe all the time? Yeah. It sticks out a little bit further, hit that coffee table? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. okay, here you go. If a girl has a third nipple, does she have to get a different bathing suit top? Like, do you have to cover all three nipples? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You're getting arrested. I got kids out here. <laughs> I got kids watching. What are you doing? All right. Would you rather win $25,000 mm-hmm. or have your best friend win $100,000? I'll win the twenty-five. dollars oh, Nobody's cutting me jerk. in. Yeah, nobody's cutting me You want to be one of those guys that, well, $100,000 is not a ton of money. But I said, let's say yeah. you won, let's say you won $100 million. Mm-hmm. Would you give any of that money away? Sure. I'd hook you up. Okay. I'd hook you up. <laughs> Give me other names. I'll tell you. Katie Re- Temple. Uh, yeah. Out of the hundred billion, how much are you giving her? Um, she's not getting as much as you. Thanks. <laughs> that means a lot. That was the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, no, because I talk to you all the time. I hear from her occasionally. Yeah. She's been great checking yeah. in on me. Um, but no, she's not getting as much as you. Um, would I win hundred million? Yeah, hundred million. I could see you getting. I could see you getting two hundred and fifty grand. Oh my God! Not even one million out of the hundred no. million. No, you're not getting. If you want a hundred bucks, you wouldn't give me a dollar. That's what it's equivalent of, you different. asshole. Uh, hang on, let's go. I'm going to give you two hundred. I literally would probably give you twenty five million bucks. I don't see that happening. You're a goddamn liar. <laughs> I'm not. I'm that guy. You're, you're a liar. You're not. That's that so guy. disappointing. Save it. You said something really nice, and then you throw me crumbs. Well, you don't know how much I want. I got hit by taxes. Um, Katie's God. getting, uh, Katie's getting, I hope you become best friends with Soto and he signs his $500 million joints. Give you shit. Cause he has a necklace. <laughs> Can you, you see me wear that, that chain? necklace? That chain. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I have to go to the chiropractor. My neck's all screwed up. <laughs> what happened? Ah, Juan gave me a chain. Wasn't quite ready for it. Katie's probably getting, um, uh, 10 grand. 10 grand. Oh my God. How much are you giving her? Oh, that's a good one. 
Yeah, that's I, what I thought. Don't judge me. I don't know. You I didn't give think, her anything. I didn't even think about it. Like, oh my god, that is so funny. Ten grand, dude. She throw it back in your face. She would not. She's very gracious. Who else? Ten you grand mean? out of a hundred million. Ah, uh, that's true. She probably get how much? Should I give that's you a dime. That's equivalent of giving her a dime. Yeah, but are you saying I cleared a hundred million? Yeah, you cleared a hundred million. Oh, okay, that's a lot different. All right, let me raise these numbers a little bit. I think I could give you a million bucks because I don't have to give Grant anything. Grant doesn't need it. No. All right, I'll give you a million. Katie's getting two hundred grand. How's that? Okay, thanks. <laughs> Who else do I have left? Sean Walchef. Nothing. <laughs> uh, you know who I'd hook up? You know who I'd hook up? Whoa. Uh, you would fr- buy like Sean is season tickets for the Chargers? Yeah, I would, I would do that. Yeah. Oh, I would. No, you know what I would do? I'll tell you what, because I love Sean's kids. They were so cute the other yeah. day when they got home playing with their puppy. It cracked me up. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upgrade Sean's seats too. Okay. Because he's got all those people. He likes people. those seats. Ah, he's got all those people crowding him. I don't think he likes it. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get Sean a. I'm going to get a box. Yeah. And Sean's, Sean's there all the time. That's nice. Because he's going to live the life. You can yeah. come too. <laughs> um, you know who I'm going to hook up, Dave? Sent me the nicest messages the other day. Is our friend Erica. Our friend Erica sent me a message. Yeah. Uh, it was Friday. She said, hey, I was worried about you. And I didn't want to bug you. Because I figured you had a lot of people checking in on you. And if you didn't get back to me, I said, if I ever get to the point where I don't return messages. And then so many people were so nice to check in. That's all our cool. fantasy football league, everybody checked in. I told her, I said, if I ever get to the point where I'm that rude, hit me in the head with a brick. I said, you, you're the same guy. I said, when people check in on me, I just think it's the nicest thing going. So, yeah, she'd definitely get hooked up. Yeah. She's getting a couple hundred grand. Oh, there you sure. go. It was so nice. <laughs> See, that's very nice. Grant yeah. did that to me on Friday night, by the way. When I told you I was talking to Grant during that whole game. Yeah. And he started it, but I'm like, dude, you're working. I don't want to bother yeah. you. But, he, dude, he, he does this all the time. You, Jeff says this on the show all the time. Check up on your friends. Yeah. Always. Mark always checks up. Oh, and, right. and it's not, he'll quickly say, how you doing? But he'll always ask, most importantly, how's Rita and Josh I love doing? that. Every time. And so, I love that. Literally for about seven innings, we're going back and forth. One thing I asked him, I asked him about Mookie Betts. I go, hey, yeah. Mookie Betts is my favorite player. I go, is Don say he's a good guy? And he said Don loves him. Yeah. He says he's, he's a really good guy. You could see that. I just, I knew Don knew you him from his Boston guy? days. Who? Mike Pomeranz. <laughs> what are you talking about? I texted Mike Pomeranz. I said, when the Soto trade happened, I said, the happiest guy in San Diego, I'm happy for you, Pomeranz, because you've had to sit there and do that dopey postgame show after so many bad nights. He didn't get back to me. Oh, my God, dude, he did? No, I hope he gets plantar fasciitis. They hope Clemson loses every game. Yeah. There you go, Pomeranz. I couldn't care less. Bring back Steve Quiz. <laughs> All right, last one. We'll get out of here. All right. Would you rather never be able to go out at night or never be able to go out during the day? Oh, go out during the Oh, that's, that's a tough one tough, now. Man. That's a tough one. Now, now, look, it's not like you're a kid and you wouldn't need to go out at night. But I'll point out one thing. Your kid is going to start playing high school football at night. Yeah, I'm going to say... Uh, I'd give up the days. Ah, oh, you're you're a vampire. <laughs> All pasty looking. Tanning <laughs> <laughs> lamp. Because then you can go to Padre games. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Every every sporting event happens at night. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. When are we coming back? When's our next uh, show? We should be back on Wednesday. All right. Let's Wednesday play everything night. then. All right. We'll see you then. All right, bud.
always entertaining Even before we could buy beer Walk to the park Speak our minds Maybe talk the rock Backstreet door, I laughed so hard I 